sandwiches. It, it, it's a white out there. I didn't know that existed anymore. Good morning. Midweek Wednesday already. I'm Eric Carpenter. This is KCVL KCRK. We've got snow here in the valley. It may not last for very long right now, but uh, we're going to have some more of it on the way. Um, we are above freezing now, and it's kind of a wet, freezing drizzle coming down. But the roadways are white. The, yeah, the highways probably not, but uh, your driveways, your county roads are going to have a little bit of uh snow on it so be careful as you head out on this Wednesday morning you, you might encounter some slick areas but uh, yeah we've got a little bit more snow in the forecast we're going to look at that weather forecast that uh, coming up we're going to be talking about the weather for uh this last month here in the news. Want to stick around? There's a new real estate firm in Colville. Four Degrees Real Estate, based in Spokane, has opened their first branch office in Colville. The agents at Four Degrees Real Estate have the experience you need and want when it comes to selling or buying real estate in the Tri-County area, whether it's homes or land or commercial. From start to finish, Four Degrees agents advocate for their clients with professionalism and understanding. Call branch managing broker Len Brandt at 509-680-3916 to schedule a no-obligation meeting to find out the value of your home or to learn more about real estate investing. Four Degrees Real Estate, your new choice for real estate in Northeast Washington. A reminder for hunters, the deadline for hunter harvest reports, uh, well, Fish and Wildlife explains. Hi, I'm Stacy Lehman with the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife. We get a lot of questions from the public, and one we've heard recently is, what's the deadline for reporting my deer harvest, and what does WDFW do with that data? Hunter harvest reporting is mandatory in Washington, and the deadline is coming right up. You have until January 31st to report most general season hunting harvests. Even if you didn't hunt this year or harvest an animal, you still have to report on each tag purchased. WDFW biologists use harvest information in several ways to manage game animal populations like deer, elk, and bear. In Northeast Washington, where we have such heavy timber that makes it hard to survey for deer and elk, we use information from hunters, like the number of deer they killed and days spent hunting, as an index to population size. That information doesn't give us an actual population estimate, but combined with preseason deer surveys, it does let us know whether the population is generally increasing, decreasing, or stable. If hunters don't report their harvest, it could lead biologists to believe a population is declining, in which case we might reduce the hunting opportunity in following years. On the other hand, if hunter harvest is going up, there's a good chance the population is increasing and we can add additional hunting opportunity. In addition to asking hunters whether they killed an animal or not, we do ask what GMUs you hunted in and how many days you hunted in each. This information is used to gauge how much effort hunters are putting in to harvest an animal and how many days it takes to harvest that animal. If it's taking hunters a lot of effort to get a deer, we could reasonably assume there might be less deer out there to harvest. So the clock is ticking, so please get your harvest report done. You must submit it through WDFW's wild system. And if you're interested, you can also find previous year's harvest numbers on the WDFW website while you're doing that. So to get started, go to WDFW.wa.gov and use the search box in the upper right-hand corner and type in harvest report. If you have questions for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife, 
send it to communications at dfw.wa.gov, or you can call 509-563-5495. You could also win a can of bear spray, so be sure to include a phone number or email address with your question. If you have a question for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife, send it to communications at dfw.wa.gov, or you can call 509-563-5495. Please include an email address or phone number because you can win a prize for asking questions. There will be a random drawing each week of people who submit questions. If your name is drawn, you win a can of bear spray to take with you on your outdoor adventures. You know the name Tempur-Pedic. If you have a bad back, you may already own one. The back pain relief is legendary. I have a secret for you. Tempur-Pedic mattress support system also provides a good night's sleep. You don't have to wait for a bad back. You can get a good night's sleep now. Don't take my word for it. Ask somebody who owns one. Come to Sandra's for a seven minute test rest and we'll change your life forever. Sandra's Furniture, downtown Colville. Well, if you're going to buy a gun, there's new rules you have to follow. The 10-day uh, waiting period and the completion of a background check for purchasing any firearm. Previously, the waiting period applied only to purchasing pistols and semi-automatic weapons. Washington now also requires a purchaser to provide proof of a recognized firearm safety training program within the last five years. The uh, number of uh, new laws tightening restrictions around firearms, a slimmed down version of House Bill 1143, the law applies to the waiting period, safety certification requirement beyond semi-automatic rifles and other long guns, pump acts and shotguns, bolt action rifles, as well as pistols. So don't be in a big hurry. You're going to have to wait now here in Washington State. A couple people on the naughty list. The uh, RCMP up in trail responding on Christmas Eve. The alleged poking the nose between two siblings after an argument ensued for being in each other's space inside a residence in trail. RCMP also got called out. A 55-year-old trail man started an argument over laundry with his 46-year-old sister. Ended up getting his nose poked when he got too close to his sister's face. Well, he called RCMP. He wanted his sister arrested for the poke in the nose and removed from their house. The officer explained that the incident was mutual given their actions that led up to the incidents. And uh, our friends up in trail, they say uh, this Christmas season they had a number of calls uh, of pokes and elbows and noogies and arm burns and other annoying sibling assaults. They say making parents wish for the start of school. Well, the first of the year, January 1st, uh, RCMP got called 
a suspicious occurrence in trail. A witness seen three unidentified men take a bin from one vehicle and place it in another and then drove off, left the area while they spilled some white powder on the roadway. After the bin was moved from one vehicle to the other, well, RCMP attended the scene, tested the substance. It was drywall dust. <laughs> they say, I certainly hope no one mistook it for another substance before the officer arrived. It also appears to be the only white powder that we're going to get in the area. A rather disappointment for local skiers. Well, that's the word from the RCMP uh, this Wednesday. All right. I've had a number of calls. I've seen people, you know, people are talking about these uh, goofy checks that are coming from Bob Ferguson in the state of Washington. They are real checks. If you are one of the lucky people that get one, cash it. Take the money. You're going to get either $50 or $120. Um, we can't tell you why there's a difference because it doesn't seem to flow in any, or, you know. The Attorney General, Bob Ferguson, getting a lot of criticism over these fishy Fergie checks. The... Um, $40.6 million being mailed out, and they were supposed to be mailed out to the state's low-income households. Well, there's checks going to people that have been dead for 20 years. I got mine. I had to look twice at it. I figured I wouldn't be getting one, but uh, apparently Bob Ferguson wants my vote. Um, all goes around this chicka, chicken and tuna price fixing. So they have mailed out 400,000 uh, checks. And they're going to dead people getting checks people's the names that don't match up with their addresses at all my check didn't have my name on it um, just had my address the bank took it <laughs> it's okay um, the state is sending out 40.6 million to households that are 175% of the federal poverty level. And they figure it's about 402,200 households getting these checks. Uh, about 15% of the state's population. So everyone is asking Bob Ferguson, you know, how how did you determine who get these checks? Well, now finally Ferguson saying that we worked with Experian. He says it's not our list, it's Experian's list. 
They went to a data broker in what they believe to be a reliable list to send out 400,000 checks. Uh, at least according to Bob Ferguson, any data set that large, the system's not going to be perfect. Well, this one's definitely not perfect. Um, in fact, Bob Ferguson's name was on one of the checks that went out. Uh, I don't think he cashed it. Uh, of course, a cynic would say that uh, Bob Ferguson did this attempt to get his name out there on checks to people to encourage them to support him in his gubernatorial campaign. Uh, Bob Ferguson says um, the only reason that uh, Ferguson's name is on the checks and the envelopes and that is so everyone knows it's a real government check, not part of a scam. So if you get a check, if you get an envelope, it says Bob Ferguson, big print, little print, state of Washington, um, cash the bugger. It is a real check. So it'll be for 50 bucks or 120 bucks, just depends on, <laughs> just depends. And, uh, but uh, cash the money. If you did not get a check, there is a website that you can go to, fill out the form, and it goes, <laughs> I love this one, it goes to the King County Courts. <laughs> And they'll look at your thing, and then they'll put you on the list, and you'll get your check from the state of Washington. Real efficient way to distribute the proceeds from this uh, win. You know, but first time, Bob Ferguson running for governor now, and first time that they've distributed checks out to some 400,000 households. Okay. Let's talk about the weather. The average daily temperatures for December um, over in Bellingham and SeaTac Airport, they were three and a half degrees warmer than average for the month. Olympia, they were six and a half degrees warmer than normal for the month. And if you want to head out to the Washington coast, of course, we're talking El Nino. The ocean temperatures are higher than normal. Forks, right out there on the peninsula, they are 7 degrees warmer than normal. Um, for your heating bill, the warm December, probably a really good deal. Uh, if you are a skier, pretty bad news. Um... Getting a real slow start for skiing. But aside from recreational things, we've got to get the mountain snowpack built up. The measurement areas, 30 to 60% of normal for this time of the year from the Natural Resources Conservation Service. Very similar numbers from the Northwest Avalanche Center. So... It looks like things are changing now. Uh, January, we're getting right off. We're getting some snow all the way down here to the valley. 
Temperatures uh, by nearly next week, down like 17 degrees for some overnight lows. So the snow level is going to be down here at the valley level. The colder air, it's coming in from the Gulf of Alaska now. So that's going to drop the mountain snow levels. Also get the temperatures lowered even here in the lowlands. And the National Weather Service says looking ahead toward the middle of January, the cooler weather pattern likely to continue. So with a record warm December in the mirror, the cooler January weather at least for the next couple of weeks. So we had a record high temperatures for December. Well, thank goodness we are here in Northeast Washington. Finland and Sweden, their coldest temperatures, they've had a cold spell gripping the Nordic region. Temperatures in Sweden, 40 below zero. One indigenous village in northern Sweden recording uh, 42.9 below zero. In fact, it's so cold, Sweden says that it, it's caused problems with the rail traffic. They're issuing a warning for snow and wind for central and southern Sweden. The cold record temperatures in Finland, where they have reached 36 below zero. So, you know, enjoy your uh, December weather we had because the folks in Finland and Sweden, it just plain is cold. Foggin Brothers Lumber specializes in forest improvements and thinning treatments that add value to the forests for people, products, and the environment. We are currently purchasing saw logs, tonwood, chipwood, and also timberland. Contact Foggin Brothers today at 509-684-5071. Or for more information, go to www.vogginbrothers.com. Going into the final week of the regular season, the Seattle Seahawks find themselves in the exact same position as a year ago when they needed a win and a Green Bay loss to make the postseason. Uh, the fact Seattle is in this spot again uh, in, in indictment on what has gone wrong this season. Back in the summer, the tone was that this would be the season where Seattle closed the gap in the NFC West, made the jump from surprise playoff participant to maybe challenging San Francisco as best in the division. Well, instead, Seattle locked into finishing in third place in the NFC West and also lost control of their path to the playoffs with Sunday's 30-23 loss to Pittsburgh. So rather than just needing a win over Arizona in the regular season finale, the Hawks have to beat the Cardinals 
and have Green Bay lose at home to Chicago. That's what it's going to take for Seattle to reach the postseason for the second straight year. WSU Cougar basketball, that's going to be coming up tomorrow night. The late night game, 8 o'clock against Oregon State. That'll be on KCVL. Uh, We are going to have uh, high school basketball Friday and Saturday on the radio. It's Colfax Chihuahua, 6 o'clock. That's going to be on 92.1 KCRK. It's Colville Medical Lake on Saturday. A look at today's local weather forecast brought to you by Parker's Glass. Same great service as always. Get it fixed fast. Call Parker's Glass, 509-684-6034. Stop in, see them, 791 North Highway. A little bit of uh, drizzle and snow by for about 10 this morning. Then uh, things should even out. Um, not going to really have any snow accumulation, less than a half inch today. Possibility of rain turning to snow overnight. The low temperature right about freezing at 32 A little bit of snow mixed with rain on Thursday. Again, very little accumulation if you're down here in the valley. Uh, Thursday night, maybe a half inch of snow. A little more snow and rain on Friday. Friday night. Rain mixed with snow Saturday. We're going to say the same thing on Sunday But it's going to be more of the snow than rain because the high on Sunday, 32 degrees. All right, here's where the weather really changes. Sunday night, we are expecting a low of 12 degrees here in Colville. 26 the high Monday, 16 the low Monday night. So get ready. We've got some, you know, cold weather, January-type weather coming Parker's Glass, they'll fix that ding or crack in your windshield before it causes real damage. Give them a call, 509-684-6034. It's Midweek Wednesday. I'm Eric Carpenter, and this is KCVL KCRK.